time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, T.J. Bowser, and joining me as always is your Dark Lord knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amone. How the fuck are all you killers doing today? <laughs> today is 11-11. It's Veterans Day, motherfuckers. Shout out to all you homies out there that put your lives on the line for this country. Fuck yeah. Thank you, present. everybody. Today we have the wonderful film pieces. Before that, it's time for your slice of life. Chadwick, what did you do this week? Fought off one hell of a cold. That was literally all I've done. I worked, I stayed at home, didn't do a damn thing. Just felt miserable, still feeling miserable, but I'm here. I'm giving it my all. That's all I did. Big Johnny D, how about you, brother? Uh, well, before going to mine, I got to ask you, did you get the uh, perfect white person medicine of uh, Sprite? Chicken noodle soup and some crackers. No, fuck <laughs> no, dude. That's the praise, right? I just have a cold. Perfect. I'm not fighting off the flu, man. No. It, it, that is the white person cure for everything, dude. It works. No, just some rub a tussle. I don't, know what, I don't know what cure you're up to. That ain't mine. <laughs> that ain't my cure. You're a liar. Your mom gave that shit to you. Anyways. No, I take Jack Daniel shots. <laughs> That'll work, too. Um, my slice like no. Well, as you can tell, I'm coming in a lot fucking clearer because I just got to talk uh, a little louder. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in. I'm supposed to be coming in a lot clearer. I finally uh, fucking upgraded my mic. So now I feel actually a little professional. Yes. Uh, other than that, uh, just work, played some games. Um, unfortunately, the wife dragged me Christmas shopping this weekend. So we ended up getting a new tree. Let me just say, holy shit, I was ready to kill somebody in fucking Christmas tree shops because I swear to God, it was like an army of Karens with their fucking carts. And <laughs> one more fucking Karen! one hit me. I was ready to fall, oh, dude. I was so done. <laughs> but anyways, fuck all that shit. Bobby, how was your week, buddy? Well, Ch or John, real quick, I'm just going to say I'm sorry you had to deal with that fucking shit already. <laughs> Real it's already up, for, by the way, For everybody too. who's listening, I'm sorry. I, lo I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. It's too fucking early for Christmas. Thank you. Let's eat the now, anyway, <laughs> uh, my weekend was good. I actually had a Halloween party on um, Saturday night. I was dressed up as Michael. A friend of mine asked me to uh, join her. Uh, her grandmother was having it. So her and her husband were there. And then she said, would you like to come? So I got to dress up one more time legitimately for a Halloween party. Fuck so yeah. that was fun. And um, Sunday was just chill day with my cousin. Was watching football all day, chilling. I was I was a bum. I was a bum yesterday, which is a very rare thing. <laughs> I am never a bum. So I was, nice. I was, no, I ate shit and I was bumming it. And we were all being rowdy because it was football so i went to bed late it's okay here i am don't really care <laughs> that was mine mr tj what's your slice of life sir okay so i worked as i usually do entirely way uh, too much uh friday got to hang out with sarah ann 
do all that fun shit. Saturday, I got to do a rabbit hole podcast with Mick and Adam. It's by far my best work. Saturday night was AEW's full gear pay-per-view. It was incredible. Sunday, I did a whole lot of nothing but sitting around. And today, I cleaned the house a little bit, and I cleaned our studio area so it's all nice and clean. And I got to rearrange the shelf because as Chad can attest, it's a little cluttered right now because I got some new promo photos from the 1993 – Promotional stuff for Jason Goes to Hell. Hey, man, I told you, I'll gladly take those Jason figures off your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a good I'll home. take a couple of those promo pictures. I'll take I'll take that laser disc yeah. soundtrack. I'll take that shit. Please. I was actually talking to uh, Cabin 13's Dale Silva last night about purchasing a, purchasing a Cinema of Fear Jason Goes to Hell figure and then having it repainted. Mm, nice. There you go. Yeah, that way. I, I have one. I have one of those. You have a Two Jason Goes them, to actually. Hell Cinema of Fear? Dude, there's. Oh, yeah. I will buy one from you, uh, no matter how much. Oh no, it no, those don't leave here. Talk sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you, but no, 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 those don't leave here. Are they still in the package? I even, I even have. Two are are they? Are ones. they still in the package? Signed. Son nice. of a bitch! They're fucking worth so much now. This is over two hundred dollars, easy. That's because that's because they're the only company that made Jason Goes to Hell, and technically at the time, a little scaled part six. I have that so one. How often do you sit here in the corner six. and jack off to him? <laughs> I just put a Yum. flashlight on him and go, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Get a little chubby there. Uh, but yeah, just keeping stuff going with Dewback, making some moves. Uh, I announced Saturday that I am doing the uh, audio book for Behind the Screams, uh, Mick Strawn's latest book. Oh, That'll nice. be coming out next year along with a YouTube channel. Uh, that will all come together. You'll see Mick on it mostly uh, with me doing all the other stuff. But a uh, lot of cool stuff kind of. And then we have uh, Mick starting his other book, which I will be helping him with called Behind the Screams Part 3. And you may ask yourself, but he didn't do a part two. And his reasoning was because there shouldn't have been a part two of Nightmare on Elm Street. So I shouldn't make a fucking second book. Uh, <laughs> I okay. said Mark Patton would disagree, but. Teach his own. Uh, <laughs> hey, I just watched part two the other night. It's still a good movie. Oh, it is. It's underrated. I, I thought it was. It was the last time Freddy was actually still scary. Yeah, yeah that's very, very true. Very, yeah. Onward now, boys. Yes. So what do we got today? We got 1982s. Is that correct? Pieces. Yes. Uh, yeah. Directed by J. Chad Picker Simon. <laughs> written it, by it's a Spanish name. So. <laughs> okay. Written by Dick Randall and John Shadow. Produced by Dick Randell. That's how I'm going to say it. Stephen Minasian. <laughs> that's, that's about right. That's yeah. Starring Christopher George as Lieutenant Bracken. Linda Day as Mary Riggs. Frank Brina as Sergeant Holden. Paul Smith as Willard. Edmund Purden as Dean Foley. Ian Sarah as Kendall James, Jack Taylor as Professor Arthur Brown, Isabel Luke, fuck Luke. if I know, as Sylvia Costa, Gerard Tishi as Dr. Jennings, <laughs> music by Cam, we'll get into that, Yeah. cinematography by Juan Marini, Marine, uh, edited by Antonio Gimeno, distributed by Film Ventures International, released September 23rd, 1983, runtime of 85 minutes, a budget of Three hundred thousand dollars, and this bitch grossed a, uh, a two million. And here's God that. Damn, Just, Chad, the amazing roll part, that beautiful bean footage. Warning: What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described. Ah! 
cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces. Absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. That was the best paced trailer. Nice short trailer. It was. I like it. But it sold it very well. For sure. So who did better than the fucking three minute ones that we got last couple times? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, there were some long ones. Who did the plot rundown last time? Uh, I think Bobby did. Okay. Uh Dranscock, go for it. Let me let me work this new mic. Yeah. That's right. Work that bitch, baby. I'm so wet. (laughs) (laughs) Moist. Because one of our, at least one of our listeners hates that word. Yes, there's more than one I could tell you that right now. Moist. (laughs) Yes. Don't just read the tagline. We'll go along with this later. (laughs) With a tagline that reads, "You don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre." This is the Spanish-Italian entry into slasher film territory. Went on to arc, or I'm sorry, achieve a dubious distinction as one of the most tasteless films ever, <laughs> ever produced. Wow. Wow. They just throw it out there. Uh, the bloodshed opens in 1942 with a scene of a little boy axing his, not asking, yeah, legit definitely axing. axing. <laughs> We're going to fucking say this shit. Axing his mother after the discovery of him piecing together a puzzle of a nude girl. Good boy. <laughs> Cut to... Uh, there's more questions on that later, but we'll get that. Yeah, I have questions. I wrote down something too. Yeah. I'm sure you. Yeah, I'm sure we all have questions. Uh, yeah, I got. So yeah, I, I feel like me and John are probably going to have the same question about that. <laughs> Very possible. Uh, cut to 42 years later, and the little axe man has moved on to chainsaw and knives as he begins buzzing coeds on the campus of a New England college. Police Lieutenant Bracken, Christopher George, and his partner arrive to investigate. They find the trail of dismembered bodies that happen to be missing some parts and a group of suspects, including a shady dean of stu- shady dean of students, Edmund Purdom, an anatomy professor, Jack Taylor, a monstrous caretaker, Paul Smith, which is pretty much me, um, led by beautiful undercover cop Mary Riggs slash they even put the tennis coach part in there. Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Linda Day George and student stud Kendall. Fucking A, dude. That dude, that dude was a man yeah. whore. Oh, yes, he was. He, he, was, totally he was banging was. all these three different broads. Rails, every, every chick was trying to get that fucking D. But we're going to get into that one. Even too. the tennis star. Dude, they all were. There's like three of them. There actually uh, was a love scene written for those two. Ooh. But uh, she didn't want to do it, so they cut it out. Fuck! That's why she just gives them a kiss there at the, the quick goodnight kiss. Bullshit. Oh, I do have a question because I'm utterly confused, but continue. <laughs> Okay. The investigation leads everyone to the killer who has finished adding the final pieces to his human jigsaw puzzle. Fucking love that. Concept. <laughs> that, was, that was a hell of an ending, too. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, wait, what? Okay. Uh, yeah, at the end of that. Ow. Right? We'll sure. get to that. We'll get to that. Not even a, don't even have mind. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Let, let's just do a quick rundown, and I'm going to throw this out there. I, did, I like this movie. It was just it was fucking off the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It oh, was, yeah. uh, it was entertaining. It was probably one of the most entertaining movies we watched besides like all of our top fives. <laughs> yeah. But as for like sleazeball slashers, dude, <laughs> this was great. And it's, and it's it. not just sleaze. It's sleazeball Italian Spanish, right? <laughs> 
that's stepping up a notch. And this now, and I was I was talking to TJ about this. This was definitely heavily influenced by Lucio Fulci. Yeah, and actually, some of the music was from uh, Fulci movies too, by the way. And that's what oh, yeah, uh, yeah. they kind of added to that. Was it by chance the uh, sweet porno music going on during the pool scene? <laughs> Probably. Possibly. Dude, there was some choice music in this movie. In this movie, if you really pay attention. Okay. I, I want to ask you about the pool scene. The version you guys watched was the girl completely naked, or did she have bottoms on? Bottoms uh, on. Completely. Wait, you saw the completely naked. Yeah. The one on uh, Shutter, she has bottoms on. Oh. The one on YouTube, on she also has oh. bottoms on. The okay. one on demand, I believe she was completely naked. Mine's completely naked. I have the horror pack exclusive, I, which I'm going to get for Chad. I was paying right attention, but I was not paying attention. Yeah, I didn't great. realize this until I saw, I was on IMDb and looked at the different versions. And the uh, the truly completely uncut, she is completely naked. And wow, the one that's on Shutter, the one that's on Shutter, and I'm guessing the one that's on YouTube is probably the same copy. Which is uh, was it 85 minutes, John? Oh, like an hour 25 minutes long. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Okay, that's that's the R-rated version. I'm guessing. And there's yeah. actually there's two versions. Well, there's and there's there's, there's, there's four toys, audio there's tracks as well. There's four different audio options on my Blu-ray. There really? is the English, the the Spanish. There's a live version of the music to be played with the movie, and then there's another version all on this DVD. Wait, wait, wait. you said that. Uh, who was the one that who put that DVD out again? Uh, this is a horror pack exclusive. It was uh, Grindhouse okay. releasing. Yeah, Grindhouse. Awesome. Grindhouse is the ones that put out the. Uh, is that the, the, the one two... with the laugh track on it? There's a laugh track. I'm pretty sure that one specifically has a laugh track on it that goes to. I think that's the live thing he's talking about. It was a live recorded yes, audience, yes. and it's you, especially the bastard. The bastard. There's a bonus that's featurette on. that shows you the lot the, the 2002 event they had where they filmed, oh, really? where they recorded the audio of the crowd's reaction with the music playing. Oh, that's great. I want to, I've got to see that. <laughs> I feel that dude, it would be hysterical. Oh my god. Hilarious. I've got to yes. see that. It was one of the audio options and I clicked it and it brought me to a featurette and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking diving deep on that shit. Yes. Dude, that that it's, is deep. No speaking, no other DVD has that that I know of. Speaking of the Blu-ray, there's a limited edition version of the Grindhouse yes. Blu-ray that comes with a replica of the Naked Girl puzzle. Really? Yes. Limited to three thousand copies, and it's impossible to find. Uh, Nothing is ever impossible if you just look long enough. Four hounds. What can you do for us? We'll pay you (laughs) in. um, uh, Yeah, we'll pay you something. I don't know. There you go. Okay. So speaking of the puzzle, that brings me around to my first question. (laughs) I feel like that. I don't feel. I feel like that's something that would not have existed in 1942. At least not in color. Um, yeah, no. When did Playboy start? You know what? Playboy didn't start until the sixties. Wait, when the first Playboy had Mar- late, um, late Marilyn 50s. Monroe? Yeah, it was Marilyn Monroe. I. It was definitely way after nineteen forty-two. Okay. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. It's does this movie have Texas Chainsaw three D uh, syndrome? We're no. supposed to be in a time frame, but nothing makes sense. Like there's things that. Yeah, I looked it up. There are some anachronisms like there's a push button in 1942. There's like a push button phone on the wall in the background that wouldn't exist. Okay. Different things like that. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just in that scene. There's a couple of things. But either way, if we start to question it, then we're going to get too deep. It's just a way to perpetuate the story. Yeah, it's just a movie. And <laughs> honestly, you, you could just take out specific the specific years of when it happened and just put in like present day time. OK, exactly. Well, you know what I mean? Just 
just take out 40 years ignore ago. Ignore okay, the fucking the fucking... time, ignore the dates, and just enjoy yeah. it for what it is yeah. because the story makes sense. And let me just say, we we, we brought it up that it's the, the Spanish. What What is the term again there, TJ? Giallo, I believe? Yeah. Giallo is yeah. an Italian. Italian, but the blood is definitely Giallo-esque. And Would I, you say it's almost cranberry sauce? It's uh, <laughs> it's not cranberry sauce. We have a new thing over at Gormore, guys. Uh, that isn't cranberry sauce, already. <laughs> it's not cranberry sauce. But uh, <laughs> by, by, by the way, cranberry sauce. By the way, guys, it would be appropriate to watch that again, right? Right around Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Which it's I'm going to be on. My I'm list. watching that. Oh, and thanks, killing. That thanks, killing and uh, poultry guys. I think I, I, I knew you were going to say poultry guys. <laughs> Trauma. We need to have Lloyd on here. Uh, I'll hit up my oh, producer buddy. Great. That would be amazing. No shit. So, uh, moving on, boys. My question is for all of you: What is the girl with the dark nipples' name? What? The one that uh, curly-headed fuck bangs with the Friday the Thirteenth poster in the background. I don't think it gave Ooh. her name. Uh, I, I don't. I, Once again, paid attention. Certain parts, not that close. Well, you guys keep going. I'm going to research dark nipples. Okay, because I just, right. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gormore. We're researching dark nipples. Okay, he was supposed yeah, to be banging pool titties in the pool. Okay. Correct. But got, he was in uh, turn, and, and he was actually banging some other chick at that time. And he said some blonde girl from whatever it was. Man whore, man whore. Then he Which, banged the one that TJ's talking about. Then he tried to bang Mary. Yeah. But, but she seemed like she was kind of feeling it for, but she was just like, nah, not to yeah. yeah. I, I kind of got that impression too, but uh, he kind of got his uh, comeuppance there at the very end. Just desserts. Oh, no. <laughs> Which again, we'll talk about. That was so cringeworthy. I, that was the one thing, the biggest thing in the whole movie that made me say, what the fuck? Oh, there's an IMDb credit for the girl in the puzzle. Really? Who is it? Yeah. What, 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 who is it? Pilar Alcone. Uh, what was that? She's just an actress. She's a hmm. Spanish actress. Yeah, I actually had to go to IMDb and look up all the girls' names because every I mean, plot rundown I said just says girl in the pool, girl in the shower. Yeah, and, and that's what it is on here, too. So I'm really trying to find dark nips. So let me ask you this, going back to your, like, if you think that would exist. You don't think, I mean, I'm sure they had, like, probably drawn pinup ones of like that. But if it was, like, a realistic photo like there was, maybe you're right in that, that, that sense. I feel like they would have had like at least cartoon sexy pinups back then. You pro- they probably had the drawings, like you said, but for the full color there was. Yeah. Yeah, that certainly was not in the 40s. No. I mean, fifth, fifth, mid 50s forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just I, happy I, that he was able to uh, finish it in between killing his mom and then the cops showing up. <laughs> <laughs> he was able to just sit back and be like, all right, let's do this, bitch. Well, but, he, was, uh, he was a pretty messed up kid. Anyway, Fuck yeah, dude. let's hit them behind the scenes, dude. And oh, I've still, I've still got more questions. Yeah, I've oh, still got more questions. Oh, oh, First off, all right, fine, dude. I like, didn't... For one, what the fuck was with the skateboarding girl going into the plate glass window? See, that was actually one of my yeah. big questions, but I also feel I have an answer for that. Too. Okay. Um, but also, I mean, I, I can hit it now. I don't give a shit. I don't know. We'll get to uh, it. But I, I, okay. I also like to say, and we're nine minutes into this movie, and there were already three kills, which was pretty impressive to me. Fuck yeah, dude! This yeah. shit brings out like, a, yeah, a few out. minutes. In, already, we had a number of kills. I'm like, wow. And they and they weren't even like they were like, mindless. They were very gory, very uh, bloody. I, I really <laughs> okay. So now 
We also have to talk about me and John's favorite line from the movie. The most beautiful thing oh in the world is God. smoking pot and fucking on a water, but at the same I time. I mean, she's not wrong, people. She's not <laughs> no. wrong. She's I, not. I wouldn't know. She's abroad I, with very specific tastes. <laughs> what, what did she say about her pectorals? Her friends make fun of them? Or yeah, they yeah, say she, they're funny? She, no, she, she didn't know where they were. She but no, no, no. She said her friend. Her, she said her friends said something about them, like they're she, funny or something. Yeah, but then she also <laughs> asked them, like, where are yeah. they? Like, which I, I like, pushing them out. Funny, and I was kind of actually like impressed that it was thrown in there for the times, but that that dude uh, that, that it was like shown that he was a homosexual. Oh. Yeah, that actually explained a lot when he didn't. Uh... I'm not okay. Uh, side tangent on that. This movie was great for the whodunit aspect. Oh, oh absolutely. I, oh, yeah. Except Chad. I, I had it figured out. I thought so it was what? curly-headed fuck. No. Really? Okay. I, 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 knew, was... I knew for a fact it was either him or the professor, just uh-huh. simply because the girl, the aerobics girl, recognized him. See, I thought it was the professor, just because he, like, that library scene of him, like, coming out of that POV, which I know they set it up for that purpose. But my wife did catch it, and it was really early, and I even asked her. I was like, how the fuck did you? But he asked about Willard. Mm. And he asked, oh, he yeah. asked about Willard that about something that he shouldn't even know about, like, really early after, like, the first shit goes down. And oh, I guess, yeah, like, you're right. That, you know, anybody for li- anybody listening to this and then going to watch the movie. Sorry for spoiling that shit. But. So I am still at a lost word for words for dark nips. Just to update you guys, uh, I'm looking and I can't find a single fucking thing. So continue. No, no uh, dark nips. I, I thought it was going to be the curly haired kid. Actually, or, you know what? A good place to I look. I actually had a, a weird Skin. suspicion that it was going to be one of the cops because I, for some reason, just had them like because they were all like, I don't know. Like they I just thought that. But yeah, like I said, it was I, either either that or the big janitor guy. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> no, I definitely I definitely figured out it was the dean just because the girl recognized her. She's like, oh, it's you, sir. It's the only pe- 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 the only two people she would have called sir was like a professor or the dean himself. This is true. That and then oh, uh, I think kind of right before you get the big reveal, there was a um, I think one of the murders happens. The one teacher comes down from upstairs. The cop yeah, questions that, him, and he's that like, was "Why the, are you that here?" Was the professor that yeah. had the question. And then he goes, all right, I'll be back. And then he turns around. You see the Dean coming out, like doing that thing. Like he's just put a suit back on, kind of fucking dusting it off. Yeah. And that's like, I would say the biggest like giveaway. But uh, no, dude, it was it was a great whodunit. I thought this movie, um, it reminded me of The Prowler, but much yeah. better. Yeah, definitely um, had that aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. Especially especially the 40 year gap. That just kind of that was the thing that really tied it with me. I was like, "Huh, another weird thing that happens in the fucking forties." <laughs> One of the forty years later. One of the tags on Mister Skin is Harry Bush. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, oh, we got something here. You got some dark nips? Oh no! Oh, for God's God sake! Damn it. damn it! He is obsessed with dark nips. I need to find out who dark nips is. Okay. Right, well, do we have, what, what is our behind the scenes here? I need to. Is there anything here? I need to hear yeah, something. I, don't I have nothing nips. about dark nips, but I do have behind the scenes Fuck. stuff. You know what? <laughs> We're not worried about. I'm not worried. If about any gorehounds knows, uh, this is purely because I'm fucking curious. If anybody, any of the gorehounds out there listening right now knows who dark nips is in pieces, please tell me. 
Mixtron, I have a feeling you might know. <laughs> you know everyone. You know, that's going to become our t-shirt, our new Gormore t-shirt. Who is darkness? Who is darkness? <laughs> I, I thought you were going with Mixtron knows. Just, just be careful, because Sam Raimi had who is darkman, like so. <laughs> who is darknips? <laughs> okay, so TJ. Uh, because producer Dick Randall was simultaneously making kung fu films in Rome, a cameo for a Bruce Lee imitator, Bruce Lee, was written into this film. <laughs> Even yeah. though the scene makes no sense in the context of the in the rest of the movie, which I could not understand what the fuck that scene was even about. He just comes out from nowhere and just starts attacking. He's like starting her. to come from like what the. F- what the fuck is going on? I thought, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what the hell? <laughs> so I got to say that that was going to be one of my big questions if it wasn't going to be in Chad's notes. And I'm glad you did cover it. Can we but talk about what this? he said after? Well, I just got to ask Chad. Chad said the end scene was his what the fuck moment. How was this not the what the first what the fuck moment? Because that's what it was for. Uh, no, I said that was my biggest what the fuck moment. Yeah. Oh, OK. That's all right. No, there was a few what-the-fuck moments, but Ooh, that, I like the that. very end scene was the best. Since we are on the topic of this, can we talk about her line right after that when she gets on the motorcycle? Oh, yeah. Uh, Hold on. I got to find my gun first. Reaches down, picks it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a quick find. It was. Fucking A, dude. Chad? What okay, else we so, got, Chad? Uh, at about uh, one hour, one minute in... Uh, a pig carcass was used for the close-up of the chainsaw cutting through the tennis player. Fuck yes! Loved it. Oh, dude, it was fantastic. The look of the killer was based on the comic book character, The Shadow. <gasps> really? Yep. That's not even a joke, because that was going to be one of my jokes that I was actually had written down. I was like, he looks like fucking Alec Baldwin from The Shadow. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. Okay. That's fucking... I like that. Joke ruined. Fuck. Most of the guts... <laughs> Most of the guts in the gore were actual internal organs of dead animals with real blood taken from a slaughterhouse. See, damn, that's fucking sick. That's gnarly. It is. That is sick, but oh my god. We'll expand on that (laughs) later because there are tremendous scenes for all you gore hounds up. That is that is very dedicated filmmaking right there. It is. Yeah, there there were there were there were some really good gore cuts here. Let's go to that. Can we just talk about that cut with the pig? Um, Sure. Any effect that you're gonna do, even a practical. Fact, you're still never going to get that kind of a good rip through flesh like that. Right. True. And, it, and yeah, I mean, I noticed it. And yeah, you know, they got the cheesy colored blood and shit, dude. But you see that ch- chainsaw hit that shit, dude. It looks good. Yeah, it's a good fucking it, does. Movie. it really does. That is it, like the that is like pieces. That's like the real balls to the wall shit that Tom Savini would do. Exactly. It's a good fucking movie, and it, and it dares to go places that other films hasn't. And I think that that's what really makes this stand out. And not only that, is it's extremely well done. Uh, fuck the cheesy moments. That only makes us love it more because, you know, that's who we are. But these special effects stand out amongst a crazy amount of other films that happened during this because this is what? The golden age of slasher films. Mm-hmm. So oh, think, I mean, even they even go as far as showing Friday the 13th in the fucking film. That's fucking cool. This film is an homage to other films going on at the same fucking time as this. This is sweet. This came out the yeah. same year as part two, right? Uh, one year after. Uh, it was made in 82, which or would have two. been a year after. And it came out in 83, which would have been the same year as part three. So, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, part three came out in 82, so it was one year after. No, 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 no. Part three came out in 83. Oh, it did come out in 83. It says 82 on the on boxes. That's the weird dun, part. Dun, dun. I'm pretty sure it came I've, out in 83. I, I, I came swear out. to God, I've, just, I've seen it say it. Bobby, I, it be, 
Bobby. What? How dare you? <laughs> God damn it. Now I'm going to have to Google that. Hold on one second. Thank you, Greta. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, continuing on. Oh, shit. It is 1982. Fucking yeah, In the yeah. only trailer released, one of the final shots shows the chainsaw killer approaching the camera. As this happens, the same scream from Janet Lee, the, the scene in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Oh, God. This she... When she gets in the shower scene is used. Motherfucker. The entire movie was shot in Madrid. Nothing in Boston because there was no budget for sec budget digit. Fuck my asshole in second units. Some USA <laughs> locations recycled from supersonic man stock footage. What the fuck? Another movie that Juan had directed. Donald Trump would not like these names. The killing of the reporter has difficult <laughs> to shoot because of a real knife was used. What the fuck's that word, Chad? Albeit. Albeit. Nobody got hurt. I swear to God, I'm not illiterate. Juan was a little bit worried, but it was the editing and the post-production which made the scene so brutal. The actress could not, couldn't take the scene at the premiere of the movie, and she left the auditorium when her death came on screen. What a pussy. <laughs> I would have been standing like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's we me actually, dying. The thing is, is we actually didn't get to see any pussy in this movie because of all the fucking hair. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't get to see wow. that because I saw bottoms. Have oh, we? no, 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 no. No, the shower girl. The girl in the locker room. We saw Bush. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. You know, I I had a, I laughed at that scene because I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know, it's a horror movie because in real life, that person would have used the little curtain as a door. But fuck it. It's a horror movie. We're just doing it right out in the buff. Fucking oh, by the, by the way, I'd also like to point out that Tisa would be very happy you got to see Wiener. Ah, hashtag. But. Show me winner. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw one out there. Uh, just because and, it, and it was our man whore, too. It was. It. <laughs> uh, so my wife made a comment because I even was like, oh, look there. You got some dick in the horror movie, finally, because she has the same complaint as Tisa. Her complaint still was, no, it's bullshit because it was shadowed. She's uh, like, you guys get full but you fucking. Okay, but you can see it. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, to be fair, she's like. You guys got like 18 full fronted lit up titties. True. She's like, I got one shadowy. Right, yeah, okay. Right. Uh, and I was like, sidebar if she wants to see Ween, watch Train Spotting. Oh, I told her we were going to watch um, Basket Case because there's definitely some fucking dogs uh, in that movie, yeah. too. I believe he's running right down fucking New York City Street. Fucking now, what's the only <laughs> Friday the 13th movie to show Ween? I wonder. I know that's, the answer. Boys. I, know, I know the answer. John, that's the question I'm, for you. I'm assuming it would be number nine. Yeah, yep. it is. <laughs> I shrank my pod. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so where are we, Chad, the killer of the reporter? So. Uh, we just got past the killing of the reporter. Uh, filming commenced the yes. winter of 1981. The pool scene had the actress literally swim in freezing cold water and she almost froze to death as a result. Where the fuck was Ted White when we need him? What I don't understand is this, <laughs> does Spain not have John indoor Wayne. heated pools? Oh, because huh. the, the swimming pool was inside. True. Right. Hey, mutilator. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mutilator. At least the guy didn't get in with her. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Yo, cloudiest good, fucking though. water I've ever seen. So according to, to Juan, Juan, he owns Juan. the jigsaw puzzle used in the film as shown in a DVD extra where he's reviewing his posters for the film. Hmm. Oh, OK. Before working on the film, Juan. First received a 30-page treatment of Jigsaw, which was supposed to be a made-for-TV movie, not the shitty Saw movies. He took the basic mm. idea and wrote the screenplay, limiting only by the budget possibilities. During the shooting and dialogue scene where it were improvised because the screenplay was too short, and Juan 
also wanted to improve the story to take advantage of some locations. I just want to stop you right there. You don't like the Saw movies, but you made us watch Just Before Dawn. Yeah, seriously. I like slasher films, no matter how shitty they are. You know what? I'm going to side with TJ on this one. I am not a fan of the Saw movies. They all, Okay, I the just, only reason they're remembered are the fucking kills. That's not good. But I didn't even they like have, the first one, which everybody was twist, all man. riding on that shit. I, like, I, I, I like some of them. I don't like all of them, but I do like some. No, I don't like all of them. I like about half of them. Yeah. I love the angry. second one because the whole house was booby-trapped. Yes. yes. And I don't give a shit who you are, dude. That the, the scene with the fucking needles. Oh, I'm yeah. And uh, the one where she's got to slide her hands up in the fucking like little straw container things mm-hmm. where they're all bladed. Oh, dude, those two scenes alone just fucking cringe all day. They make you cringe, don't they? Horror director, Eli Roth, blah, 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 blah. Horror director <laughs> Eli Roth has stated this is his favorite slasher film. Okay. He has a good taste. I love it. I uh, love we're doing a season I, two, aren't we? Of his uh, history of horror. Yeah. yeah. Now it's on Shutter. Yep. Before the fifth victim gets killed. Also, sidebar. Yeah, you're going to love this, guys. Gorehounds, if you guys want Chad and I to do a weekly news show, let us know. Just let us know. Uh, before the fifth victim gets killed, she's so terrified that she vi- visibly urinates her sweatpants. Yeah. This happens yeah, for awesome. real on set from a real chainsaw being wielded a few centimeters away from the actress. Juan <laughs> liked the reaction yeah, yeah, that the girl expressed and left the accident in the final film. Awesome. Oh, that poor girl this dude is the most life. badass filmmaker. Right? Okay, so keep right. rolling. Originally, there was supposed to be a love scene between Mary and Kendall, according to the director, but Linda Day declined, so the scene with the two of them at the apartment uh, where Kendall asked to come in and she turns down his offer, that's where it would have been. See, that's a... Uh, See, I like that he still shot a shot, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, he it, was yeah. still just like, hey, didn't you say you're going to make stay up and make some coffee? But not, and she was like, not, not just that. Too. She actually considered it. Like, she I did. I guarantee if there wasn't a killer on the loose, they would have been banging. Like, there was a quick. Well, if there wasn't a killer, they would have never met. Right. But, yeah, that's. Yeah. But yes, there was that brief pause where she thought about it and was like, no, I can't. <laughs> no. Which, why did he. I understand he'd probably maybe get questioned a little bit more, but it, did it seem weird that he lied of why he went to the pool? Like he could have just been like, yeah, we were supposed to go meet the fuck. And then I found her dead. Well, because yeah, he, yeah, he, he's got to keep this charade up. Yeah. Okay. That? If he told everybody he can't keep being a fucking, uh, Don Juan. Yeah. He can't keep being a play of player. Yeah, okay. I guess yeah. there's your, there's it, your reasoning. It just, but he didn't really say that to any women. He was getting questioned by one dude. Or the two dudes. He's probably used wait, to lying that, at this point. Then right after she turns him down, that weird curly-haired guy just pops out of nowhere and goes, Casanova, and makes fun of him. <laughs> and then literally just yeah. disappears into the shadows. That's like another... This is true. Okay. <laughs> put, up, put the fucking kung fu scene. This is the next what-the-fuck scene of the random mask. Yeah, and then run away, the and nothing is. else happens because of it. But like, that, okay, dude had to, that guy must have been stalking them because that was her apartment. So he yeah. was following them he, the whole he, time he for some weird ass fucking reason. While, then. But then he made himself known and was like, all right, peace one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this had a lot of what the fuck moments. And that just even I that just got pushed to the back of my mind until just now. But holy shit, that was funny. OK, was, uh, the hair was very similar to the mask on part two of that scare, but it was not the same mask. But yeah. anyways, we got else for BTS's. Um, I'm having Chad read something right now in Ooh, the, okay. the shit show. 
Uh, currently, <laughs> uh, Hannah Fox and Gary Shaw are discussing how far the human colon can expand. Uh, oh, so that's what's popping up. How many raccoons do This is why I mute that chat. <laughs> I love our gore hounds anyway. Chad, keep going. <laughs> okay, although it's revealed that the Dean in the, is the killer in the film, Edmund didn't want to play the shadow character. Uh, it was a double dressed as a killer in the costume. The hands were actually of the directors. TJ, you showed me that. I told you it was in my notes, so uh, there we go. He stated he used... Uh, to do insert shots like that because it's easier than wasting time and explanations to another person. It is. After the second victim is killed in the swimming pool, a photographer is seen taking pictures of the crime scene. That's none other than the director himself. Huh. Hmm. Fucking A. Sounds like Bob Shea when he wanted to be in every friggin' Nightmare on Elm Street movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sidebar. <coughs> when Adam Marcus uh, was being interviewed for the job of Jason Goes to Hell, Bob Shea gave him a horror quiz, an oral horror quiz. Ooh, really? Yeah. Mick said oh, that was dirty. so strange because he's never heard that before. Huh. And you know what the first question was? What was Jack Shoulder's first film for New Line Cinema? Oh, um, Alone in the Dark. Bingo. Featuring. Wow. Who was the breakout star from that? that that'd have to be on Bobby again. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, Bobby, come on. Shit. Come on! I've only seen that once. Come on! Uh, Who the fuck was it? Six times! Donald Pleasance. Oh. Pleasy? Yeah, he's pleasy. It wasn't a breakout for him. He was Well, the standout. The standout in the film of all the fucking people. He he was the standout, but the man was a Bond villain before that. The guy was a Bond villain before that. Listen, dude. I One of Donald Pleasance's best movies that i love him in was fucking escape from new york dude i love that movie oh it's so good he's such an asshole in it too Great. yeah well he has to be i know oh please anyways chadwick finish her up okay so it's also available in an r-rated version with alternate footage and brief omissions of gore includes black underwear in the skinny dipping scene mm-hmm. i can't believe you two saw the Saw it uncut, and we saw the... Don't worry, Chad. You'll leave with the Blu-ray. Less gory shot of the Dean's head at the end, and the gore omit... And there's gore emotion in the elevator uh, with a shot of the left arm being sliced off. Yeah. Oh, that was so sweet to see. Fucking sweet. All your guys' viewings... What, uh... How high definition were your viewings? Like, were they full 1080? Okay, so whenever my picks are... Nine times out of ten, they're going to be a Blu-ray, so I watched it Word. in upscaled 4K. Okay, now, this movie, is it fully, is it truly, like, um, even on Blu-ray, is it, it fully is put crazy. to 1080? Because when I watched it, even the high definition on YouTube is only fucking 10, or uh, 240. Well, because you guys watch the VHS, see, and that's not bad, because normally two of us watch the high def uh, transfers, right. and then... The other half watch VHS transfers. Oh, this wasn't why. a VHS transfer. This was this was Shutter. So it was. Uh, okay, so you watch yours on Shutter. Yeah. I watched mine on the Blu-ray. Bobby, uh, I had mine on demand, and it was crystal clear. You watch yours on Shutter? No. Amazon. Amazon. Okay, and John. oh no shit. And then I watched it on YouTube. John, yeah. why would you not use our Shutter fucking account? Because I didn't know it was on fucking Shutter. Ask. I don't, yeah. <laughs> you I, ask for any other fucking movie. 
Do you not? <laughs> I just want to point how hilarious it is that we all watched it on a different format. That's cool, though. I mean, it just goes to well, show how many different ways we can watch film these I, days. I kind of like I'm not going to I'm not going to actually shit on the YouTube one because I kind of liked it because uh, there was one that Chad watched not too long ago. And it kind of had that retro. I was watching the VHS feel to it. So I'm not going to completely shit on it. You know what I mean? And there's just like half. Th- there's two. There's two things you can pick on it. You could pick one where it's the 240 and it's like full widescreen. Yeah. Or you could pick the old school 240, like oh four by eight. So see, he got know, thought, options. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I do want to point out. I'm actually really surprised that Shutter has the R rated and not the uncut version. That does seem very strange. I wonder if that version was restored only for these these new scans. Maybe. Maybe. That's a good possibility. Good question. Yeah. That's a real it, good possibility. I mean, is that it, Chad? Uh, let's see. I touched on the R-rated. Uh, okay, so according to the interview in uh, Pieces of Juan, it's on the, uh, actually, it's on the DVD. Uh, the director says that none of the female stars of the film knew how to play tennis, even though they're supposed to be portraying professional players. A tennis coach had to be hired so they could learn to lob the ball in a convincing enough manner to make the film believable. Fair enough. So that's why every scene you see them actually connecting, you don't see them connecting, and then you just see a random side shot of the ball just flying in front of the people. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, and also March twenty six, March first, twenty sixteen, Grindhouse released a double Blu Ray disc plus a CD special edition uh, of the movie pieces. The Blu-ray part of the package includes the U.S. theatrical and Spanish versions of the film, a new documentary about the history of a 42nd Street called 42nd Street Memories, rescoring of the film, a new commentary for the U.S. version by Jack Taylor, and the extras from the 2008 special edition DVD release. The CD part includes the original soundtrack uh, of the film composed by Cam, which Cam is actually just kind of an uh, acronym for a bunch of the other... It's, they used stock music is what it is. Mm. Um, okay. And then it says the original, the first 3,000 of the uh, pressings had the uh, replica puzzle. of the puzzle. Sweet. That's, I love that. So uh, while we go through that, I'm going to go on eBay real quick and see what one costs. Okay, let me just pull up what I have about Cam. There we go. Yeah, this is this is interesting in and of itself because of how many different audio versions there are for this film. Yeah, I showed TJ everybody that's uh listed as far as who cam is mm. <laughs> it's an organization oh jesus yes oh shit hold on i can't find uh, it on here but speaking of that i'm gonna hop on ebay and see what actually one of those puzzles cost dude that'd be so great to find one of those at a con or something I'm sure, it'd be I'm, sure I'm willing to tell you right now it's probably been at cons oh, you know, of course. to look for bobby we got yes. a mission in March. <laughs> okay, so yeah. here we go. I got like 50,000 missions in March, so put it on the list. Put it on okay, so here, the, the music the music in the Spanish version is done by Lubrado Pastor. For the international version, we have Stelvio Cipriani, Carlo Maria Cordio, Stephen Hamm, Elaine Leroux, uh, Fabio Fritzi. That's the one that does uh, Fulci films. Fabio. Yeah. That's why that name seemed familiar to me, because he does like all the old Fulci films. Enrico Piranuzzi and Silvano Cimenti. So there you have like eight or nine people doing music. It's all stock music that they used. And so they just use the uh, acronym CAM for all of them. Awesome. All right, dude. Fucking A. So 
I can't find any on eBay, which is never a good sign. I couldn't find one when I looked last night either. Okay. So that brings us to our next fucking thing, and that is John Questions, motherfucker. Big questions of the week. All right. Uh, Nice little short, simple one. Uh, Girl on the elevator scene. Mm Mm-hmm. How the fuck did he hide a chainsaw behind his back from her? <laughs> he did coming in. a closet-sized <laughs> elevator. He did coming in, and then he put it in front of him. Yeah. And then that's why she kind of, like, was, like, low-key scared. And then whenever he started it, that's whenever she started to, exper- like, started to like express terror. Yeah, he did, okay, he did fair, have it behind his enough. back. but And I'm not trying to, like, break it down too much, and maybe this is where it's going. I'm a big dude. I'm still not going to be able to hide a fucking chainsaw behind my back. <laughs> I've tried. It ain't working. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, that would be super fucking noticeable from the get-go of him now, walking up. Mind you, the chainsaw he had in that scene was not was that, that full big one that he had. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the big, big one. Mm-hmm. But there's no way that is not conspicuous because it's still going to stick out behind you. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. He had a kind of a big billowy trench coat on, too, so that might have helped hide it. Yeah. <sighs> it's so maybe. great that he actually was... Uh, done after the shadow. I'm just sad that my joke failed before I could. Even get <laughs> so, uh, um, okay. Well, here's another one. Okay. Uh, Willard. What okay. the fuck is with his face in every scene he's in? Did he have a stroke? Yeah. He's like a droopy eye. Nothing. No, I, I don't was know. It just, I, I, was it I, just I, shitty acting? Like what the fuck was he doing? I don't, I honestly like, thought weird. he looked like the guy. Uh, he played Professor Arturo on uh, Sliders. And he, <gasps> okay. he looked a lot like that guy. I could see that. Sliders was such a good show. Uh, the first couple seasons when I went to once Jerry sci-fi O'Connell sucked. Once they brought in Jerry O'Connor's brother or O'Connell's brother, it was like, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, I gave up when it moved to sci-fi. I was like, I'm done. Okay, so um, douche of the movie. Hey, I still got more questions if you want. Oh, holy oh, fuck. Yes, yes, lay them yeah, on. Hold us. on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, so, the pool scene. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever done it, but I have had my dickhole friends try to fucking put their the net around my head and drag. <laughs> now, speaking from personal experience, wasn't that hard to get out of? You just kind of drop in the water. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah think of the, yeah. It's just what the fuck was with that to perpetuate the, the story. Fair enough. <laughs> I will What story? <laughs> In some ways. All right. And then uh, let's see. We did the Kung Fu fight. Yep. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Oh, <laughs> so the last question that uh, I actually mentioned and Chad did bring up earlier, the skateboard girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, my what, question was, what the hell was going to be that? And I'd like to see what you guys say. I think I have an answer to that. I uh, think it was only there to match the, the, the glass smashing whenever he does it or she does it. Okay. I, I found it just as confusing, I'm sure, as some of you did. I was just like, what? Was this supposed to be a kill? I don't know. Like, out of nowhere, there's big mirrors in front of her and she, she hits it. And obviously, whatever happens, it right. made no sense to me. It made no I, sense I to me. Either. I, I, I can't put a connection with it. Okay, so this is my thought on it. And I don't, it's hard to tell because you don't really know if the Dean's in the area. But what I guessed is because they showed the mom smashing the glass at the same time it happened. Maybe that was his trigger moment and why he started killing bitches 40 years down the road. 
Yeah. God damn it, John, you've looked far into this. <laughs> well, it's just a really weird scene. And that's the only thing that would kind of make sense is like, because he doesn't start really killing people. I mean, the mother's the first kill. You're right. But then that's he true. doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It's it's so weird because literally she uh, she breaks that glass and that's when all of a sudden like now he's in the bushes with a chainsaw and then hacks that chick's fucking head off. Yeah. So that's all I could figure is that was just maybe the triggering moment of like to put him on his fucking rampage. That's probably the that's probably the best and only explanation we're ever going to get. OK, guys. So John said it himself. That is the explanation. All right. Let's hit these. Douche questions. Douche. We gotta find a douche first. The mother. There wasn't. No. Yeah. The dean. Dean. The dean totally Bill Cosbyter. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch! (laughs) Damn it! You stole my bitch. (laughs) Chad and I had a discussion about this, and he totally forgot about it. I did. God damn it! I was gonna say he must have been he must have been roommates with Bill Cosby. TJ, you stole it from me. He gave her that barbecue sauce. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing with that pudding? Putting my dick where it don't belong. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Definitely a douche. That's for sure. So we're gonna get on to our picks, but first. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite kill, motherfuckers. Mine would have to say, uh, I really like that elevator kill, taking off limb for limb. That's pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, that was well. We saw the R-rated version, so we didn't technically get to see that. Um, wait, wait, was it limb for limb? Because on mine, okay. it looked like he only cut her arm off. That's all we saw. On this, yeah. we got to see arm, boom, other, doo, doo, doo. He's swinging that fucker was like a lightsaber. Yeah, we did what not see fuck? that. Uh, yeah. And then wow. you guys get to see the body pile up scenes. Yes. Where like the pieces yes. are just fucking sitting there and there's just fucking blood everywhere. Are you talking about in the shower? No, that was, uh, that was that was at the pool. In the swimming pool. No, I'm talking about the one where like that, like one of the people walk into the room and there's just fucking body parts piled on top of each other. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, the yeah. in the showers Is when uh, what's his name walked in. Willard walked in, or not Willard, Jesus Christ. Who's the big motherfucker? Willard. Kendall. Okay. Willard is the big motherfucker. Yeah. I think that's what it was. That oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No shit. Uh, Bobby, what do you got for favorite kill, bud? Uh, I love the elevator one, but I also like the um. The girl uh, who was in the locker room, she got cut in half. Yeah, I, I like the cut in half because that was Kid a carcass. Because that was just a nice, good. Now, have you guys pinpointed which pieces belong to where? Uh, I tried because Chad I and I only know, know the I, only I know the legs. No, 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 no. The head was from the first girl. Okay, head's the first girl. Uh, yep. the 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 torso was from uh, the pool girl. The arm. Wait, the from- torso was? I thought the first arm was from the pool girl, and the second arm was from the elevator chick. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. I think. You're, yeah. Okay, so then, then the torso and the one arm from, was from her because you know, okay. they didn't find the torso. Then the other arm was from the elevator girl, and then the bottom half was from the uh, locker room girl. Locker. Speaking of naked chicks, did you know on the set of Jason Goes to Hell, Robert Kurtzman offered to make uh, Debbie's body into stereo speakers for him? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking great! Could you so imagine? Wait, can- be, uh, before we get into Chad and my favorite, yes. Every kill in this movie. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Nope. I can't. I I think almost every kill, but the f- first one, they're all naked. I think it's just the old no, one. That's no. Not as the, no, the girl in the, the elevator, elevator wasn't. The elevator. Oh no. Naked, no. 
And the girl in the shower, oh, she was only no, yeah, no, she was she was half. Wasn't she but was when they found her, wasn't she kind of naked in the elevator? Like her like wasn't her shirt caught open and everything? I thought you still saw her titties in the elevator. God damn! Fuck it! I I can't remember. I'm gonna watch it again. Fuck it! Watch it yesterday. Absolutely. Yeah, watch it one more time. Everybody out there, Gorehounds, watch this fucking film. You won't regret it. All right. Favorite Chad, kill. What's your favorite kill? Uh, kill itself. You know, just the kill itself. I'm gonna say the reporter. Okay. Just Ooh. because the whole brutality oh, of getting stabbed in the her. back of the head, Chad, and uh, I'm actually Chad disappointed that he didn't also drown her in the waterbed. I was kind of hoping for that. I but, do like that scene though. But the knife I also the fucking head through the mouth, dude. That was great. I also really like the aftermath of the pool girl, just because you saw all the pieces just thrown everywhere. True, true. So it's kind of a tie for them, but I'm gonna go lean towards more towards the reporter. Yeah, the reporter on the waterbed because a you got the line of the waterbed that there's got to They got to bring it back in somehow. Right. Kind of meant you know they mentioned it and that was. Right, it wasn't like the craziest over the top kill, but the fact that it was like he was struggling to fight her the whole time. Yeah, and they didn't know if he was going to drown her in the bed, but then he just goes right through that stab right out the mouth, and you're just like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> it's almost like the uh, the tree topper kill in Secret Santa. Cool. I haven't seen I got, it. Yet. I, I was saving that, that for DVD. Christmas. No, the reporter was that her dead body that was hanging in the cooler too. Yeah, yes? uh, I think so. Yeah, because it looks like her. Okay, I wasn't 100% sure. I, I figured it was, because that was the only body that wasn't, like, completely chopped up. So, uh, best scene, boys. Oh, man. I'm going to have to say bastard. The bastard scene, dude. That was great. Yeah, I'd have to go with bastard scene. It's so fucking <laughs> over the top. It's like garbage day level. Oh, it's, it's so over the top, dude. Yeah, that, yeah, I can't. Th- yeah, that's the one that sticks out. Bastard scene. Chad? Um, I think the girl pissing herself. Okay, because it actually, only because it actually was real. Did the uh, opening? Okay, the next question we're all going to synonymously agree. Uh, did the opening scene hook you in? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That, that was almost yeah. my pick for best scene too. Because I was, at, fir- at first it looks so innocent, and then she sees what he's doing, and she flips her shit. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you piece of shit, child of mine. <laughs> now, best hits, hottest girl. Oh shit! Uh, I like dark nips. I think she's uh, pretty well stacked, what, and she's got. What gave face. it away? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dranscock, what's your what's your choice on titties? I was gonna say with uh, I was gonna go with uh, Jenny, the pool victim. Okay, fair enough. I, I agree. That's my pick too, the pool girl, because she I, she was actually. I like how she, I liked how she she was kind of passed out when he pulled her out of the thing, and then she woke up and laid there seductively while he chainsawed the fuck out of her. And I think she was actually, she wasn't just like, the, she was actually really, really like legit good looking too. So, oh, yeah, that's true. I'd eat her ass. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Bobby, there's somebody coming down the stairs behind you. It's called my, it's, that's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, mama? mama? Cover your ears. <laughs> uh, the girl in the pool. Yeah, the girl in the pool. She, yeah. Everybody else, yeah. Just her. I mean, Next the locker question. room girl was cute too, man. Yeah, Which one? but. Just a lot of big old fucking fro bush down there. <laughs> Fair enough. It looked like I our like beard, how you John. scratched your chin there, John. Well, well this is the only thing. It's about as thick as this, so. Yeah, exactly, you know. It's like eating a fucking lunch You, not, you literally need not, an. You need a machete to get through that fucker. Uh, <laughs> 
Did the score set the mood? Depends on which version of the film you watch, people. Depends uh, on the version. Score of the I film. got set the mood, but it definitely uh, made me go. This is really what they made this movie sound like. <laughs> it was it interesting. Was good, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I'm like, this is a weird mood setter because at one scene it sounded all nice, and the next scene it sounded like a porno, and then it sounded like a kill scene. I'm like, oh, this is wonderful, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna backtrack. I'm changing my pick for best scene. The Do best it. scene is the very last fucking scene in the movie because we haven't even mentioned it yet. Okay. Because it's the biggest what the fuck moment. And now that is we've got... You tell me that was a dream. No. I mean... It... it okay, it, it, I just want to lay it out. Should I should I explain it to the listeners or let them discover it? No, not yet. Not yet. We're well, almost there. Actually, let's not even mention it. Let's just... Let's, let's let them watch and then respond to us. All right. Wow. We're actually going to go full... Okay, I like it. Let's, All, right. Let's, All right. Let's leave it because... It. You guys, you got to see this. And you got to wait. You'll see what I mean. Also, at the end of the episode, I'm going to name off the list of people that are currently helping us while I'm banned. And also, <laughs> for the gore and more people watching, it's a question to you. Is the the ending of this, is this a dream or is it really happening to him? Fair enough. Watch it. Is it like part, is it like, uh, that, part three? Just... No, no. You have to say that because technically you don't really know. Fair enough. It does make absolutely no sense. No. But then again, no, half no. this movie makes no sense. I was going to say, uh, also, yes, the kung fu scene, the fight. We don't need to go on. We mentioned them. <laughs> okay, so best song. Really don't have one. Uh, no, not really. Favorite Thank character. You. Mine would have to be, I, I can't say Dark Nips. Because <laughs> so, I really don't know her name. I, mean, I really don't know her that well. Uh, but I have to say, I like Willard. Right. Willard's so fucking scary. He's a big dude. He is so fucking big. Like those fucking forearms and paws, man. You would not want also, to. Also, can we talk about whenever they go in to turn off the music and she's like, don't touch that. <laughs> he and the way anyway. he looks at her. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, look at Slap Bitch. <laughs> He's a wonderful <laughs> listener, I can tell you. He, look, he looked at her like a pimp named Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pimp named Slickback. <laughs> I fucking love the boondock references in this one. Uh, what about you, boys? Dude, Kendall, bro. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah Kendall. That, he, Kendall the man whore. Yeah, Kendall. He he kind of had the end of both sticks. He was getting as much pussy as he could possibly get in this movie. At the same time, he had the worst luck of literally always finding the victims right after they got killed. Yeah, Everyone man. he found, he was just like, whoops. Fuck another one? Jesus. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird that the one police lieutenant was like, oh, should you really be uh should you really be trusting this uh one, one of the suspects? He's, he's not a suspect. This guy's on the up and up. How <laughs> how was this lieutenant convinced that Kendall was so on a straight and narrow? They True. must have a history well, behind that because no fucking way. You ain't gonna did. trust a kid who's not part of your fucking department. She did question him further, though, after that, because I also had that thought as it was going down. But she was he's like, oh, I would put my life on it. And she's like, well, obviously mine, too. Yeah, he's still, still giving him shit for like this is a terrible idea. He's a fucking student. And the whole time they're just like, so you ready to go on the police force? The whole fucking movie. Like, they're just trying to get him on the force. It's and meanwhile, she was debating whether to drop trial with him. So, you know, something they all got the fucking questions. And, she, and she's also somehow also a professional tennis player. Yeah. On top of all of that. On top of being a cop, she's a professional athlete. Right. So it was just her side gig. Was it scary? <laughs> uh, 
It had mm. some moments, but I wouldn't say scary. How dare you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna love that shit. Say dude. Greta disagrees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Greta. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say nay on that, but it's fucking entertaining. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was scary, is. but I enjoyed it anyway. I think the gore scenes were pretty fucking dope. I mean, oh, if, yeah. if we had our great. girlfriends in our, or our wives with us, they'd be like, Ew. Uh, depends on your. Never mind, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> I can't even play Greta. Again. Does it hold up today? <laughs> okay. No, it needs to be remade. I would there's say another, I could... there's another sound bite we need. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's one problem. You'll be pressing that every five seconds. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Fuck you, Bobby. <laughs> oh, Bobby. You want to take this moment to apologize <laughs> to the for eating last week? Yeah, sorry for eating last week, guys. <laughs> hey, all I gotta say is this: a man gotta fucking hey, eat. Hey, down on a bag running. of skittles. You know it's a problem when Gordon more fans <laughs> fucking complain. You know we've taken something a little too far. <laughs> oh yeah, we take everything else too far, but I have a bag of skittles and it's over the roof. You gotta understand, <laughs> these guys appreciate the content, but they also appreciate the audio audio quality that we produce. I don't know if you listen to yourself, Bobby, when you're eating them skittles, but it's fucking like loud. Yeah. <laughs> brother uh hey skittles <laughs> now the next question is kind of hard to gauge because of the dub is the acting good or bad i think so. i think it's incredible well because uh, it's uh silent night deadly night two type acting in my opinion with the dub uh i, I disagree I, I would put it a little a little bit above part two but i, I middle, middle of the road for me there, there's parts where they seem absolutely fine. It seems like they're just, you know, decent actors, but then there's the over the top shit. And that's where you're just like, well, put, put it to this way. I, I put it as the acting was all over the road because it was like at one point straight and narrow, like they had it going. And then it was like, so I, hit or miss depending on the scenes. I think so, I agree with Bobby on that one. It's, it's kind of hit or miss. I mean, the mom was crazy in the beginning, but at yeah. the same time, dude, like, you know, it's good that she was over the top because you were just like, you're almost on the kid's side, not the I th- fucking murderer. I think the little, I think the little kid was like really badly dubbed though. Like the voice just did not match yeah. at all. Oh, when he was crying in the closet there. Yeah, it's yeah. just just you could tell that was like an adult's voice trying to be a Can, child or something. Let's let's uh, add to that. He didn't only just fucking chop his mom up. If you haven't seen this and you're listening, he fucking. Killed her with the axe, then fucking went and got a saw and fucking did the rest of the deed. Like it, he was fucking. And he was so and calm while he, he was doing it. And then yeah, and then he after he got done sawing his mom up, and I'm what was it the babysitter or fucking maid? I don't know. She was ringing the doorbell the whole yeah. fucking time. Then he goes back to finishing his puzzle. And yeah. humpy dumpy. Then he hears the fucking cops coming and he hides the closet and starts crying, "Mommy, Dude, mommy, someone is- up my mommy." I mean, they always say there's a fine line between psychopath and psychopath and genius, but I do like that kill though. It actually shows contact, and not a lot of fucking right, that. dude. Right in the yeah, but I gotta tell you something though. The contact it shows <laughs> that axe should have really been stuck. But then again, he was a kid too. Yeah, I so, did notice on the first swing back, the axe was not bloody, but then after that, it was. Yeah, that too. Do you like you the guys, cinematography? You know, we skipped over. Does it hold up today? 
Oh, well, no, of course no. it does, because we're talking about it. <laughs> no, actually, that doesn't apply, because just before done, you guys all shit on. Uh, does it hold up today? I think it does. It does, but I think it's one of those movies that could use a remake if done right. Yeah, but if they redid it, they wouldn't be able. It wouldn't. It would definitely not be in the like Giallo style. It would have. It would be dark, gritty, more of the reboot kind of era we're in now. Would I still want to watch it? Fuck yes. Well, um, so then there you go. We would already be hooked in. I would want more of him making his puzzle woman. That's exactly honestly. what I was just thinking. As soon as you said remake, and that's like see more of that. Yeah, yeah, like I was hoping the reveal the reveal for it's great. Oh uh, yeah, that was nicely done. But I wish there was a little bit more. I mean, you kind of knew what he was doing, but you know what I mean? Like maybe if you saw him like actually like sewing. You know, like there. the cheaper creeper scenes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool as shit. Like a nice just darkly like that, lit area. That shit together. Yes. Yeah, just whatever, dude. Like it, it would have been cool like just to just do pan over shots wondering what the fuck he's doing but then when you finally see it you know like almost like ed gain style yeah a little bit so do you guys like the cinematography i like it i like a lot of these different shots uh i'd say my my all-time favorite shot would be the overhead shot uh of the waterbed Ooh, that was a good one. i think yeah. it's very nice and it's not only because of like the shot angle itself but the colors and the way that the colors looked as the blood mixed with the waterbed it slowly got darker and darker red and it's just really well done overall, especially that scene in particular. Um, I'm going to agree with I did like that scene. There was a few like I like the POV shots, like the one in the library. It was cool because it led to a good misdirect. However, I have kind of shit on it a little bit because there was a few scenes mentionally like the tennis court scene and the scene where the girl's getting killed in the shower where and I'm sure you guys have noticed they literally used the same scene like three different fucking times. Well, yeah, as we did, said in behind did. the scenes notes, they did use stock footage. Yep. Right. And no, that's fine. But it's almost okay. So case of point, uh, when Kendall and the tennis coach, they're walking over the bridge when the girls get killed in the locker room. Yeah. Every time you go back, they're like in the same fucking spot, dude. It's almost like Monty this, Python. Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you guys like stock footage, I could make you guys watch a movie that's 45 minutes of stock footage. Yeah, I bet. And we actually caught the extra stock footage, remember? Because you didn't tell Chad and I. Because <laughs> you think Just Before Dawn is bad? Wait till you watch The Prey. <coughs> oh, God. Wait, wait, is that next week's pick? No. What is next no. week's We'll get to that at the end. Uh, premise. Yeah. Yes. Premise, premise. Wait, 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 wait. Cinematography. Uh, Bobby. Uh, yeah, no. This film, I loved everything about it, actually. Okay, fair enough. Is yeah, that so I, yeah, yeah, I agree. Th yeah. th there, there was no b bad shot. It was stock footage, but that's not bad. Like, no. That's what sometimes it, it has was there a Jaws. Was there a bad shot? Yeah. No, it's good. So, yeah, I, I it's just It's it. just done necessarily for editing skills. Or and for we'll all versus. agree on the next question. Uh, premise. Uh, yes. We all loved it. 100%. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's, it's a great murder mystery Slasher, it kind of hit on all the notes okay, there. Let me get out the calculator for the next thing. Quackulator. Okay, so let's start with Robert this time. Your rating, buddy. Uh, three point eight. Chad, I actually enjoy this a lot. I am going to give this a solid four. John, um, I laughed. I enjoyed it. It was ridiculous and over the top, um, but it had awesome kills. I'm going to give it a solid four. And I will give it a 4.25. All right. 
And that is a Gormore score of four. Okay. Right on. Be right on the- Four out of five. Right on. So uh, we're going to go take this opportunity, since that is the end of the review, to shout out the people that are helping us promote uh, our podcast. How about, before you do that, Dale we Silver's gotta, request? we got to play some sponsors. Oh, shit. Let's play some sponsors before the end of the show, because we actually have a new addition to the Gore and Moore family. Uh, How is podcast. it we always forget this? We don't forget it. Well, we, we just we get busy with our review. Listen, I mean, we don't want to put it right in the intro. We want to mix it up sometimes. You know? Yeah, that is very true. That is extremely yeah, that is true. true. Like our listeners, we keep ourselves on our toes. Hello there, creepy girls. Do you like spooky things and horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener. Take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dubackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like us. Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Death Style Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at graveyardclassics.net. Come out now in the Masked by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th Custom Made Hockey Mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Masked by Lance. Go order one now, boy. <laughs> and that is the Gornmore commercial block, as recommended by Dale Silva of Cabin 13. We love all our sponsors. We do. There will be more added over the next couple of weeks. It's we try to get scripts from our sponsors now to try to kind of make every little ad special and on its own. Death, yeah. Death style really wanted a more professional uh professionals advertisement. Or professionally professional. Exactly. Man, I, can't, I that, can't lie. Every time Marcio's commercial comes on, you know, you gotta get that little fucking. Well, I wanted to, I wanted a commercial that met his like his intensity. And I think that that kind of does because what is he? He makes badass masks and he lifts heavy weights. And like, like the dude fucking shredded as fuck. He shredded as fuck. And do you, he does that. No way of stuff. None of our other sponsors can do backflips. I mean, no. let's be honest. Marcy is listening true, to this. He's loving yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to shout out all the Gorenmore people because right now, if you guys don't know, Facebook, I kind of exploited their algorithm and I ended up getting my ass banned. Uh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Hey, I got Hearts of Darkness to 72%, so I ain't going to fucking complain. What John, I, stop I, getting what, head from Freddy over there. What I don't understand is how your fan page got banned, too. My IP address. Is that it? Yep. yep. That's what I'm guessing. That's that's what I figured, but I, that, I didn't think they would go to that length. So since that's happening, I'd like to give a personal shout out to every single one of these people, and I'm going to read the names of you gore hounds out there. 
I, I created a group of all gorehounds, and you guys are out there sharing every single episode, making sure that our reach is staying the same. Austin Albin, Dan Stockwell, Donnie Drum, Dustin Dietrich, Gary Shaw, Gunnar Merrick, Hannah Fox, Heath Helsing, Lance McKinney, Mike Lampkin, Noelle Berger, Sean Reynolds, and Tyler Robofuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for sharing our episodes and anybody else that might do that. I appreciate all your help, especially in our time of dire need. Our listenership has not dipped at all. It has not wavered. Our subscribers are holding strong. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this shit show every Monday. It means a lot to us. Uh, John, recently you had a revelation. Uh, do you want to kind of talk about that and what the Gorehounds mean to you? You mean revelation? What did I say? Relevation. Relevation. You know what? I'm. I I quote Alex Jones right now, but I I don't want to go that hard. <laughs> look, uh, look. Man, gate always gotta go hard. No bullshit, John. Um, right, no, man. So, and TJ's mentioned this before. I I uh, I don't get tons of feedback from the fans, but there is a little bit here and there. Um, I get none. <laughs> and I get some. No, we do. We get in the discussion group. Um, but if you guys want to jump in more. By all means, we we love the feedback, good, bad, whatever. Um, but my thing was, I kind of knew I had a shitty mic, and I'm glad whoever it was, shout out to you. Thank you for uh, writing in saying that my audio quality, audio quality, Jesus fucking Christ, I can't talk, um, <laughs> was just complete shit. So I said, fuck it, man. Like, I love doing this podcast. I hope you guys do love listening to this shit. So I went out, I asked TJ, what the fuck do I need to get to bring my voice into your sexy ear hole? So he sent me fucking few links. A couple days later, I got this shit last Thursday. Instantly fell in love with it. We're getting Bobby on track with one, too, coming up. Next couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, man, like, you know, honestly, I've been doing this podcast with you guys since April. Mm -hmm. I can't thank you both enough for bringing me on. I love it. Uh, Pleasure. It's it's opened my eyes to not only just viewing different horror movies, but just viewing movies in a different way in general. Mm -hmm. uh, Tyler's mentioned this when he's joined us a few times. Um, and it's just really cool. Like, yeah, you, you know, we can still sit back and enjoy our favorite movies and shit like that. But, dude, when it comes down to this podcast, like, I kind of do go into a work mode, and I'm sure you guys do a little yeah. bit, too. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, I'm I'm sitting here making notes and everything like that, and I love doing it. But this is also for you guys. Like, I want to bring the best shit that we can bring to you, and uh, you know, hopefully, we keep doing that. Hopefully, you guys keep listening. Uh, share it out there. Get as many people as that can. You know, and like I said, man, feedback, anything, good, bad, we don't care. We just want to yeah. hear shit. You know, tell us what you. Maybe you guys have some ideas for uh, episodes you'd like. Maybe you don't want us yeah. to do a review on. Maybe you just want us to like. Maybe you want just like us to break down something different, completely topic, maybe genre changing aspects of the, you know, anything. I Whatever ideas you got, float it at us, man. We are open. Yeah. So, Bobby, uh, what does this podcast mean to you? What does this podcast mean to me? Well, I, I obviously I'm a horror fan. That's yes. Obvious. It's always that before anything else. Yes. <laughs> hey, horror was the first love at seven years old. Yes. So <laughs> there you go. Um, well, when you asked me to be on, I was like, I don't know. I didn't know a fucking thing yeah. of being on a podcast. Not a fucking clue. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what? And he's like, so he's like, we talk about horror movies. I said, 
I do that already. So, yeah. okay, this, this is going to be fine. This should be fun. And then when you, you see people that actually like it, there's a lot of people that listen to it, um, whether it's us or anything. I was just like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, people like to listen to basically four of us nut jobs mm -hmm. <laughs> go off on horror films. And it's wonderful because we try to bring as much information to it as we possibly can. Anybody who's any one of us that adds to it and then people who add to it later, whether it's in comments or whether it's like, oh, we or somebody sees you or they see one of us and they go, hey, wait a minute. We had something else to do with this. Mm -hmm. So it, it's fun. It was always good. And, you know, as John said before, point out all the good and bad. Hey, you know, I wasn't expecting. On the funny note, when I was <laughs> eating the Skittles, I didn't really think nothing of it. And then somebody said, hey, I get it. I get it because we want to bring great quality to the people. So, hey, it is what it is. They're no more eating. You don't have to hear me do that anymore. <laughs> you know, all good. So, but, you know, to bring good uh, to bring good horror quality to people, whether it's through this or whatever, is a joy. Certainly is. And I'm sure more people have heard my voice now than probably a lot of people have. So for me, it was to get us out there, get me out there, everybody. It's a good time. And for feedback from anything on anybody that anybody wants to, or anything people want us to do, bring it. We greatly appreciate it on every level that there is to appreciate something. And then we want to kill you for it later because it's like, motherfuckers. <laughs> because it's like, motherfuckers, you're making us do this. But that's why we love you. And then want to kill you. So it's a love-kill relationship. <laughs> it is. And lastly, Chad, what does this podcast mean to you? Well, you know what they say. You do something you love, you'll never work another day again. And I love doing Shit, this. I got to work tomorrow. I, see, that's work. <laughs> that's work. That's work. I love doing this. This is not work. I, yeah. I enjoy doing this. Back when uh, TJ asked me to first come on to the Dubeck discussion back in the day, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, I'm... I probably forgot more about Star Wars than most people know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't really been up on Star Wars, being like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. I love Star Wars. And then he asked me to do a horror one. I'm like, shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm more into horror than I am anything else. And I'm on these horror sites all the time and all this shit. And, and I love looking up and researching stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, peanut butter and chocolate. Two great tastes that go great together. Mm. And I love the feedback that we are getting from people. I love the fact that people actually love listening to us. Yeah. My biggest yeah. fear was we were doing this thing. I'm like, who's going to listen to this? And our first, Dude, that's what I'm thinking too, man. Our <laughs> first, <laughs> you got four nut jobs here. Like, uh, who wants Our first episode was so lame. And we thought, but we got good feedback about it. And then we took at it, took it and looked at it. And we're like, you know what? This isn't working. Because what we were doing was we were sitting and writing down a full long length, full length synopsis breakdown. of the movie. Yeah. A big, huge breakdown. And I'm glad we moved away from that because it was taking away from the actual enjoyment of the movie. Mm -hmm. mm. I can see that. And there's there's a lot of other shows that do that. They'll just straight up run through the plot, which is cool. You know, that's their thing. But no, nah, man, you guys, the, the format you guys made up for this show fucking great you know and it's what I mean? still, like, it's still hit it everything and but. it's still constantly changing it's still constantly evolving oh, thanks absolutely. to the feedback we're getting from people we know what they like and what they don't like our first couple episodes we had a soundtrack playing in the background for yep. fuck's sake and it was too distracting and too loud oh my god TJ, i forgot about that tj shit. was like we can't do this he's like people can't hear us when i came on i don't know if there was no that was no no, no. it was yeah, like was the first two or three episodes and that was it yep. and it just didn't work so we did away with that and then you know we went to the shorter and shorter and shorter the snops 
synopsis and we actually just sit here and instead of we'll give like a little quick paragraph and then we sit here and we talk about the movie and then we go off on these little tangents and that's what people are loving is because it just sounds like a couple of people just sitting around a table talking and that's what it's better than you know two a two people format yeah that's pretty good a three people but a four person format is perfect for this yeah we get all these different circle conversation yeah yeah we do Circle jerk. And I'm sorry, my voice is starting to crack because I've still got this badass cold. It's it's I sound like a fucking toad right now. So I'm just <laughs> gonna I'm just gonna cut it short. Right there. Right it's okay. I'm just gonna cut it short there. But I just wanna say we love the feedback. We love our fans. Keep keep giving us suggestions. If anybody out there has any idea of how we can take this up to the next level, yes. Please let us know because we've been brainstorming and we want to hear back from you guys. It's yes. it's it's not about us taking it to the next level as much as it's about taking it to the next level for you yes and we will do the live streams again uh it's hardware limitations is what's stopping us right now is the computer is doing so much at once and i'm really pushing it to its limits plus you're banned from facebook and i'm banned from facebook uh (laughs) (laughs) he's not just banned he's banned until february of next year yeah Uh, i'm not in facebook jail i'm in facebook prison i'm rooming with bubba uh, dude, <laughs> <laughs> it's rough and it's not just my profile. It's my IP address. So it's I can't share in any of the groups. I can't post in any of the groups. I you can't know, even it, comment. You could probably get a workaround of that if you use a VPN. VPN. And that's something that I've been looking into and something that I, I really want to do because we do. I do have another profile. Uh, Facebook.com slash the do back daddy. And <laughs> Dr. Claw, was that you? <laughs> Dr. Claw. It's either that or it's Angela from Night of the Demons. <laughs> it, it was way more Dr. Claw in my head. Yeah. yeah. Hello, doctors. Inspector Gadget. That was a little bit of Pee Wee Herman thrown in on top of that. But yeah, that will come into play here soon. I'm looking to upgrade the computer. The thing is, is I need more processors. I need more RAM. Uh, to operate all these Man, things, I need to work. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff will come back. And John has brought up many times the possibility of a YouTube channel. That way we have a place to kind of like archive all these videos. And we do have an alternate cut of the Halloween episode video form. <laughs> it, it still exists. We have a half episode of that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm debating releasing it. It, it, Release it all depends it. on what the Hounds want. And I will. It's. If you guys want it, send me a message and I will definitely put it out for you guys. Like I said, it's we got halfway through the episode fucked up and we decided in the, for the sake of quality, which we hold in high regard here at Dubek, we restarted, started the shit show all over again and crazy. That, uh, that's, that's where we were on Skype and we switched over to Discord. Yes, Skype is fucking up, right? because yeah, 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 Discord yeah. is superior in every way. Uh, <laughs> Discord, if you're listening, sponsors. Sponsors. <laughs> I'd also take a sheet sponsorship because we need that uh, MTO, something bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, Bobby, for for you, uh, sheets is like Wawa, Wawa is to you guys. Listen, as long as it's fucking food, I don't care. <laughs> Just, right, not Just not when we're recording. Just not when we're recording. Anyway, <laughs> taking low blows there. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Goremore Podcast. Fucking there will be a new episode next week. Speaking of new episode next week, Chad, what is Ooh, next week? The Hills Have Eyes. The Hills Have <gasps> Eyes. The original. Yeah, my pick. 
Fucking A. Fucking, I haven't watched that in a minute, too. Now I'm super The scared. original one, right? Yeah. Yeah, the yes. original. The West oh, it's been so long since I've watched it, so yeah. So next year, are, are we going to roll a dice to determine whether we do the remake or the sequel? Um, I feel like we just go with the sequel, and if there is no sequel, we go with the remake. If it's- oh, no, there is a sequel. sequel. It's just sequel. complete no, shit. two sequels in the, in the remakes. Terrible, and it's literally half stock footage from the first one. What's your point? Doesn't mean we can't watch it again. <laughs> yeah, we it watched Silent Night, funny. Deadly Night Part 2. The half was- the fucking movie is it? It's the first one. Like I said, didn't I, I'm not saying we can't. I'm just saying if I think we should, if we've already dubbed it, you're the sequel, we go with the sequel. Yeah. If there is no sequel, we go with the reboot. And I mean, I guess if there's both, we could uh, have a fan call. I don't know. Maybe have a fan choose, maybe RoboFuck. That's what we should do is do a whole month of fan picks. Dude, I am down. Uh, yeah, I'd love oh, that. yes. Come on. Let's do it. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's, but that's the end of the show, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, TJ Bowser signing off. Your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Crispin, saying, see you, bitches. This is Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. She's your killing machine, Bobby and Moan, saying, I'll kill you later. On a Monday, I am waiting. Tuesday, I am fading. And by Wednesday, I can't sleep. Then the phone rings, I hear you. And the darkness is a clear view. Come to rescue me Though with you I fall so fast I can hardly catch my breath I hope it lasts Oh, it seems like I can finally rest my head on something real I like the way that feels Stay, I am fading into your arms so I can 